Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We have a ton to talk about today on our true blue evergreen topic of manifesting, and the question today is what can you manifest in the next 90 days? Um, Today we're going to talk about some tips to help you to get what you want in a shorter period of time. And I think that um, we've kind of gotten used to the idea that manifesting can take a while, right? You know, a lot of people, because they're not using all the tools, they're not really using the tools properly. And so then there feels like there's this huge lag time between when you set your intention and when you actually get what you want. So today I wanted, um, let's see, uh, what is it? There's a saying, pull back the curtain. I think I heard a marketing guy say that the other day, pull back the curtain. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, so we could do that. Pull back the curtain on some of the uh, the the reasons why uh, your manifesting might be taking longer. And it really shouldn't take all that long. Um, most things should take all that long. Uh, it, because in the grand scheme of things, there's really no such thing as time. Everything, and this is, this is first point number one, right off the right out of the gate, two minutes into the show. Every time that you desire, well, there, first of all, there is no time. We linearize time so that we can sort of organize energy so we can all coexist together on the planet and then planetarily and seasonally and all that. So we can demarcate and predict somewhat, you know, and all kind of be on the same page. But if there was really such a thing as time, how would we have a leap year? We just have a leap year because everybody decides that today is February 29th. How do we have daylight savings time? How do we have time zones? It's because somebody decided, no, we're going to do away with daylight savings time. Okay, some governments do. Arizona doesn't even observe it. As does, you know, Hawaii and all these some other some other places, right? So really Time really doesn't make a difference. What makes a difference is your is is your alignment with the frequency of what you want, is your willingness to allow it and your openness to receive it, and the pretty much absence of resistance to it and subtle resistances to whatever you want and judgments around whatever you want. Um, those are the things that really bring it in, and those are the things that that make it show up sooner or later. It's really a matter of your, a reflection of you and what you're putting in the mirror and long you stay consistent in the mirror is how quickly it comes back. It's really actually quite simple. It may not be easy because we are conditioned in so many ways in our mental mind, but it is simple. So, um, so that's number one, is that there is no such thing as time. Number two, which is a very interesting thing, when you work with me on, um, I know I have a lot of students who are working with me on parallel realities, multidimensional manifesting, and they're in all my advanced classes and coaching programs and whatnot. And the one thing they all know is that everything that you could ever want already exists. Everything. Everything. Anything you think of, it's not that it's not there. There's a parallel where you have that guy where you have that house, where you have that money, where you have that career, where you have that perfect health, where you have that perfect figure, there's already a parallel where you already exist as that, with that, by that, okay? Uh, It's an energetic form, though. It's in the form of frequency. And when you choose it and you stay consistent with that choice and you stay emotionally 
uplifted around that choice without going backwards. I don't understand why it doesn't work for me. All that, because that's resistance that literally repels it. Uh, when you do that, um, you're just basically saying, okay, it's like going to um, you know, Amazon and saying, okay, I'm ordering this, and, uh, and it's already in stock. It's already there. Nothing has to be created new. What has to happen is it has to be revealed to you in physical 3D world. And it just is revealing to you. It's essentially slowing down its frequency so that you can perceive it in your 3D world and step into that aspect of you. So that takes a lot off because it already exists. You wouldn't even want it if it didn't. What you have to do is align with it. And I'm sure you hear that because everybody's on YouTube, listening to all the different gurus on all of this stuff, right? Um, but it's really something that the distinction really needs to be um, clear. And what, what happens is people think they have to create something. People think there's a time lag. They believe in time and linearity, and they try to apply 3D principles to nonlinear world, to frequency. 3D principles and frequency are like oil and water. So you have to know how to bridge the two and then integrate the two, right? But you have to know that there's a difference between the two as well. So if you don't know those differences, if you don't realize that time doesn't exist and that everything you want is already created, you have a tendency to go at manifesting as tricks. Oh, what can I do? Can I light a candle? Will that bring me money? Oh, what do I do, Mari? What do I do? And it's not a magic trick. It's really not. It's not a formula that you just put together and then wait for something to drop out of the sky. Manifesting is a form of communication. It's a form of communication. It's a form of communication that goes across dimensions. So you're going from the physical, slower, vibrational world into the world of frequency. You're ordering up from the frequency vending machine, the thing, version of you, whatever it is that you desire, and then you're aligning with it long enough for it to transfer from the vending machine down into the bottom and out to you. You can pull it out of the vending machine. That's what happens. The problem is time constructs and 3D physicality constructs on this, we start to compare to other people. We start to compete with other people. We start to uh, look at other people's circumstances and assume that's going to happen to us. We start to, and, and you have to really be careful with that because you're not the free, same frequency as anyone next to you. So just because so-and-so manifested her thing in, you know, two seconds doesn't mean you are. Not because it's not available to you in two seconds, but because you may not be as in alignment and frequency aligned with that thing that you desire as that other person is. You don't know what's precluding their desire. So what do I mean by that? You know, it's interesting. When you, I don't know, you know, having your own business is an interesting thing. I'm sure, I, I know I have, I have a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to the show. And um, when, when you have to come up with resources out of thin air, which happens a lot in, in, uh, in, in entrepreneurship. It's amazing how when you, and this, this could be even not entrepreneurship, when you desire something and you desire it so much that it gets bigger than your fear of rejection or abandonment or a lack situation, it shows up. You could say, um, I was working with some salespeople and they, they wanted to make a sale. And when it was just about making the sale, they, were, oh, they had all kinds of constructs around it. Oh, you know, I can't make a phone call. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. Oh, I could never charge that rate. I could never do this. I could never do that. And then they needed something. They needed, um, I, I know this one person found the uh, the perfect car for her. And she said, oh, my God. And, and it was on sale. It was all those serendipitous things, you know. It was on sale, she had to do it, you know, and they, they gave her a deal. They gave her, you know, 48 hours to, 
you know, confirm, blah, 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 all these different things. But it was one of those, like, it was the right color. It was the thing she had dreamt about. It was on the vision board, the whole thing. But she had to make some sales in order for that to happen. And she was having a hard time leading up to that because she was caught up in the process of sales and all of the linear constructs and all of her doubts and whatever. And then when she had that bigger thing that she desired, it transcended all of her fear. And it was just like, no, I'm not letting this go. This is happening. And she overrode her resistance, and boom, the sales came in. And within a weird 48 hours, she had the money to get, put the down payment on the car. Now, this happens, right? I'm sure you've all been through something similar to that. When that thing that you need or desire gets bigger, then the process of getting it, all of a sudden it shows up, right? And the same thing happened, which is basically when you release control, when you let it go. So it comes to manifesting. If you are going at it in a panic, you are in a state of resistance um, because your panic, not only is it an energetic repellent, but your panic literally screams, I lack this thing. I lack this thing. It's not here yet. The boyfriend isn't here yet. The husband isn't here yet. The money isn't here yet. The house isn't here yet. I don't have this thing. I need this thing. I need this thing. I need this thing. I never have the money. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You find yourself saying that all day. Trust me when I tell you, you are literally taking a shovel and throwing mud at what you want. You're burying it. And you are actually reflecting, you're holding up to your mirror and to your cosmic Amazon, show me more lack, show me more of me not having this thing. So the time factor is your own, of your own making. You literally push it away. Now, if you say, oh my goodness, and you self-correct yourself and you say, okay, um, I need to bring this in anyway. I need to, you know, okay, okay, I'm going to get it together. Let me get it together. Okay. I'm going to light my candle. I'm going to do my thing. And you, you try to bring it together. Uh, then you have an, a few hours of, okay, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. I feel it. You know, you go for a walk. You do all the things. So then you get start getting some quick synchronicities about, oh, wow, you know, you get a little sign. You see somebody references it. You get a symbol or something like that. And then you say, oh, that's weird. Oh, I got a sign about that. Oh, oh, that's weird. As soon as you say that's weird, guess what? You just took the raid cam to your desire again. People do that all the time. I even see my advanced students do that. They're like, it was really kind of heady and weird that that happened. It's like, mm, don't say that. Just say, how cool is that? Look at it's configuring. Look, it's configuring. That's amazing. That's miraculous. Wow, there's evidence that it's configuring. That's that's gonna keep it that's gonna keep the puzzle coming together. It's gonna keep the, the, the you know, it's like a Polaroid picture. It's gonna keep it developing. But as soon as you say, Oh, that's weird, oh that's so that's so freaky, oh my god, that's like I think that might be a sign, that's so freaky. You just you just sign you just you just send it away. Uh the frequency is just like an EKG machine. It is extremely sensitive. So the slightest blip in your own thoughts pushes it right out onto the, on the, on the, to the energetic field. And so when you have when you have that too, right? When you you have to recognize that the field that you're creating with is very sensitive. If you happen to do this work on any kind of regular basis, you've amped up your field to be even more sensitive. I tell this to my clients all the time, my, you know, my advanced girls, I say, look, you guys come to these classes and doing all this, you know, breath work and meditations and all these different things and all these, you know, high octane alchemy, uh, you know, things and, uh, and, I mean, working with Merlin and all these different things we're doing, you can't go backwards and start doubting and BSing around with your practices. You've created a huge, intense, the electromagnetic field around yourself that's very reactive. And when you start working with these law of attraction, you start walking into manifesting and doing all that stuff that you're, you know, if you're listening to this call that you're interested in doing, and I'm sure you're doing some of it anyway, 
You start, the minute you start doing it, you're responsible for it. I see a lot of people, they treat it like the 3D world. Oh, I'll dabble in this. Oh, I'll, you know, I'll listen to a show so often. Oh, I'll give that a try on a Monday when it's on my mind. Ah, then I'll go back to my old ways on Tuesday. Oh, maybe I'll, ah, maybe I'll try it on Thursday. Oh, it never happens for me. All of that, that dabbling thing, better off not doing any of it. Because when you go on Monday and you're all intense, and then you create a bigger, stronger, more reactive field, shield starts listening to you, and then next day you're all negative. Oh, I hate this girl at work, and you become a victim. She's doing this to me, and she doesn't do that. He doesn't do this, and I do all the work. Well, guess what? You're throwing all of that into that big intensive field you made on Monday when you're trying to manifest a new car. And then all of a sudden you get all this volatility at work. You say, oh, I can't believe this is happening to me. Is it Mercury in retrograde? Why are these things going wrong? I don't believe it. I, don't, I just can't believe that this would happen to me. How could this happen to me? Well, <laughs> I was trying to manifest. See, this doesn't work. This is crap. There's responsibility when you're working with energy, just like there's responsibility when you're working with physical stuff. If you were trying to lose weight, and you're dibble-dabbling with the diet, and one minute you're kind of doing it, and the next minute you're not, and the next minute you are, and the next minute you're not, and your body's going, near, 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 and your blood sugar's going, near, 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 and then you get on the scale, and you don't lose weight. What, you know, right? So, so consistency is important. And understanding that the 3D world is very different from the frequency world in the sense that it has its own set of rules. The, the, the frequency world has its own set of rules. One is that it's a pure reflection of your most dominant thought. And your most dominant thought often is not your loudest thought. The thought in your head might be, I now, you know, you do, your, your, you do these, you know, affirmations. I now have this thing. I now have this thing. But underneath, your dominant thought is, no, I don't. No, I don't. Not yet, anyway. Got it over there, but I didn't get it. And so the dominant thought is, I lack this thing. So that's what you're sending out on the, into the field. All right, so the first thing that you want to do with all of this is to recognize um, that you have your world of physicality, which has certain um, governing things in it, and then you have your world of frequency. And you're basically going to uh, operate from various vantage points. Whether you're operating, if you're operating from the 3D world vantage points, you're going to kind of follow those rules. But if you're trying to work with frequency, you're going to follow the rules of frequency. And so, so I'm not going to get too in depth, but the easiest way to look at this is whatever you create, whatever you request or focus on. And a lot of times we don't even know where we're requesting chaos is what's going to manifest in frequency. Frequency is neutral. It's like tofu. It's completely flavored by you, right? So it's very, very important that for most of your day, you are, if you're thinking about working with frequency and you're inviting frequency to participate in your world in a conscious way, because it's always working 24-7, never turns off, even if you're not focusing on it. You're always using it, whether you know it or not. And so it's, it, it's good to use it with deliberate intent. Now, one of the things in 3D world that we, we have learned through our formal religion processes is that you go to church on Sundays. And you repent, and you beg God for prayers and answered prayer. You bow your head, and you genuflect, and you do all that stuff. And then you leave. And maybe you go to the church basement, and you have some muffins, and you chit-chat, and then, then it starts. The gossip, the backbiting, you know, who's with the pastor's daughter, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you, off you go, back to life. And back to reality, as they say, right? So the good feeling of being in church lasts for about an hour and a half. And then off you go back into the politics, the drama, the bills, you know, your kid isn't listening to you, all that stuff. So it's kind of like you have an hour a week where you focus in, 
but you're hoping that God will just ride around anyway, see you suffering and have mercy on you, and then pull you up out of whatever doldrums you're in. Uh, that's formal religion. And then, you you know, some people, like, if they're really religious, go to church on Wednesdays and try to, you know, they start going to church a lot. However, most people that go on Sundays, maybe even once a month, and and they hope that it will, you know, something will cast some sort of favor over them along their way. And then they go back to their 3D world and try to control everything, try to make things happen. When you're working, you know, that, that piece, that Sunday go to meet and approach, one time a week, not even really present, kind of tuning out the pastor or minister unless, it's saying, unless he's saying something that's of particular interest. A lot of times they don't even understand what they're saying because it's so much jargon. I know when being Catholic, growing up Catholic, I, who knew what they were saying with those gospels and a lot of that stuff. Uh, a lot of it is steeped in fear and, and whatever, so we have a tendency to tune that out. And then if you approach your frequency-based education like that, and I see people in my classes do it, they say, oh, let me take a class with Mari. And they come in for six weeks, and they don't participate. They just, you know, they take their notes and they listen. And they think that listening is actually doing, and it's not. It's, that's just collecting information. That's not working the frequency, right? And they take a Sunday go-to-meeting approach. Oh, you know, life has really been going crappy. I think I need to learn how to manifest. I think I need my intuition to be better. Let me take this little thing and see if I can make it better. Okay, now, but in between the classes, they're not doing anything. After the class is over, they're not doing anything. They're not, you know, and, and so it's like Sunday go to meet an approach. It's a 3D world approach. Then there's the other ones who say, okay, I know that my frequency is like a muscle. My frequency world is like my physical world in that I have to do energetic hygiene. I have to consistently approach my frequency the way I consistently approach and manage my physical world. Energetic hygiene is a big part of that. What is that? Energetic hygiene is doing your clearing, making sure that you just like you take a shower every day, you wash your hair every day, you take care of clearing your energy each day, whether it's cutting your cords from other people's emotional attachments, or, you know, taking a hot salt bath that will give your aura a, a, a cleanse and to, to sort of let go of extra, you know, heavy energy that, that's bottled up, clearing your house, clearing your car, all that kind of stuff. Very important when you're working with frequency to have clear channels. Why? Because you're not, I'm going to get to that. In the, well, actually, let me just not get to that yet. I will tell you in a second. Uh, in addition to your energetic hygiene, then you just like you need to have consistent habits like in your physical world, like if you want to get fit, look trim, lean, you want to go to the gym and you want to also manage your food intake to some extent, you know, maybe, you know, for most of the week you're eating kind of light vegetarian fish, things like that. And then on Saturdays you might splurge. That's when you have the slice of pizza or whatever. But you're managing it. You're not free for all all the time indulging, overindulging all the time. Well, the same thing with frequency. You, it, it, but it, it, it needs care and attention, essentially. It needs to be cleared. It needs to be energized. It needs to be uh, managed on a regular basis throughout your day, just like your day life, just like your physical life. And in fact, frequency is so much more potent and powerful than physicality that it should actually be your first priority. And somebody writes to me today saying, oh, I haven't been doing my meditation because, you know, I'm working and, I, and, and that's paying the bills. Like the meditation should be secondary to that. And the meditations would manage the frequency so that all the contracting work that she's doing would increase exponentially and so she's choosing 3D world over her frequency world and giving more credence to 3D, but then not understanding why things are going wonky. And it's just purely because she's making a choice to focus on 3D. First. It's not that it's not important. It's just out of order. 
right? So most people don't realize, like, how to manage frequency, how to manage frequency first. So they, they focus a lot on their circumstances, and then they react to the circumstances and then try to apply little snippets of things that they see on Instagram to their lives. Don't bother. Don't bother. It's not going to work. A little quote on Instagram, like a moment of a little blip of, oh, wow, that's so, like, you know, that feels good. That's not gonna. That's not gonna be life altering. It's just like saying, you know, oh, I vacuumed uh, the lower left hand corner of my living room. Uh, now the whole house is gonna be clean. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. So manifesting when you know and most people come into the the frequency work because they want something right it's like they go to church because they need a prayer answer so they come into the frequency world and they say okay well this manifesting thing if i just think about it over and over again and i and i and i like to begin and i do this thing then somehow money will just drop out of the sky in my life and it, it, it they don't realize i mean it's nice to get you in the in the tour right and to start paying attention um which is great but it is it is a whole thing right it's a whole process so key thought processes, um, key things you want to do is, one is you want to make sure that what you're desiring is actually right for you. Because a lot of times we're desiring something that somebody else wants for us. And that, if, if you're trying to say, you know, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a doctor because your dad always wanted you to be a doctor. I want to get to medical school. My dad will be so proud. But you really want to be an artist. And your heart space center, which is very, very powerful. We're not going to get into that in the show, but it is very powerful. Your heart is saying, I really want to be an artist. The dominant thing is going to show up on your field, and that's what's going to manifest. So you're going to get, um, we're going to try to pass the, the uh but it's MCAT, and it's not going to go so well. You're going to try to get to this med school, that med school, and as hard as you try in your head, it doesn't work because your true frequency is out of alignment. Right? So you want to make sure that whatever it is you desire is not for your husband, it's not for your mother, okay? It's not for your kids, it's for you. If you want good things for your children or good things, that's fine. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you want to make sure that you, whatever you design is really from your own core. And this is where it's really important to get in tune with your own intuition, to get in tune with those voices, the voice in your head, your higher self. That is the biggest key to all of manifesting, all of it, is being able to be fluent in the language of your intuition and in their ability to channel information from your own higher self. This is the thing I've seen. I've worked with thousands of people at this point, just thousands of private session hours, whether it's readings or coaching, advanced students, all different levels. I have hyper-advanced students now that I've been working with for three years, you know, one, two, three years. I've seen it cross the board. And the thing that makes the difference between the ones that really master high-frequency living, and the ones that don't is their ability to be fluent in their own intuition and their ability to be able to channel their own higher self, their own guts. Now, and we, and we call that free-form channeling. It's not Abraham kind of channeling where you're trying to you have a channeling contract and you're talking to a whole collective and you're standing in front of a group of people and you're, you know, expounding on all these you know, laws of the universe. I'm talking about being able to receive downloads very consciously from your own higher self, from your angels, from your guides, and put what they say into practice, actually being able to have a two-way contextual conversation. I'm not talking about seeing a fancy billboard that has a, a sign on it that, that you know, is a part of a synchronicity package for the day. I'm not talking about, you know, some, you know, little little coinkinks around the day. I'm talking about 3D contextual conversations with your higher self where you are able to literally write messages from your higher self messages from your higher self, receive them, 
okay, and deliberately have a conversation with your higher self. And we, you have your own council of guides. So you have a council of angels. There's all kinds of different beings that you can put on a council of guides. And then there's also councils of guides, you know, guardian angels and various guides that actually are there for you right now. And depending on your level of frequency gives you that council of guides. So when you're in a lower level of frequency, like you're not even doing this work much, you, you're kind of more, you have some angels and some guardian angels and some ascended masters and ancestors, a lot of ancestors around you. As you get move along in this work and you start to commit to this work and you start to work multidimensionally and you start to move through frequencies and start operating on higher frequencies, you get higher levels of guides. That's how it works. And so the better you can channel and the better you, can, you are intuitively, the more consistent and, and, and fluent you are intuitively and, and your ability to freeform channel, the higher your uh, ability to go and the quicker you go dimensionally because you have the communication structure. You see, because we have our 3D world, which is our mental mind kind of governs the communication from our 3D world from our frequency world, from the world of our higher self, from our energy. Your higher self, the part of you that decided not to be in the body but navigates around the body that helps the version of you, the portion of you that's in the body get through its daily life, that being, that aspect of you has a voice. And it is, you are born with the ability to communicate with it. This is not a magic trick. This is not going into a trance and having a different voice come out of your mouth and, you know, have, you know, stepping out of the zone and letting, you know, Ramsa talk or whoever. That's not what this is. The voice of your higher self is on 24-7. You're interacting with it all day long. It is the one that sends you all of the new ideas that you ever get. Any new idea that you have, any aha moment or anything deeper than an aha moment, like when you get those little downloads of information, you get, you know, you're sitting there, you're worried about your son, and you're all locked up about it. It's like, uh, and you feel like analysis paralysis, and it's like, I can't figure out what to do. I can't figure out what to do with him. And then you get in the shower, and you're just washing yourself. You're washing your hair, and the water's, you know, coming down your face, whatever. And you're breathing deeply because it's warm, and you're just taking a break. And you, there's some space, right? You have space in your brain because you're walking. You know, now you're doing a methodical activity. You're washing your hair and whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, talk to his guidance counselor about this and then get him into that. And then, you know, Judy said she has her kid over here. And if you connect that, then, oh, that would probably – and then all of a sudden it's like a down. Boom, 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 boom. And you're like, you get out of the shower. It's like, okay, 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 okay. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Okay, let me go do this. And you don't even think too much about – it, like overanalyzing it, you just kind of go with it because it's unknowing, right? You start to feel like I knew within every cell of my body. Well, guess what? Your higher self just gave you a channeling. It just gave you a download. And where they download it, your higher self downloads into every cell of your body. Every cell of your body is a receptive center. It's also a projective center. You can send energy out with every cell of your body, and you can receive energy. You can send communication out with every cell of your body. You know when you walk into a room and you're feeling fine and a guy walks in and he's pissed off and he doesn't say it works, but the whole room changes, he's projecting fury with every cell of his body or receiving with every cell of your body. That's how you sense. You go into a, a grocery store, something feels off. Guess what? You leave. In our day of shootings now and all these things going on, if you're feeling in every cell of your body that something's wonky, move along. Move along. Might be fine. Just move along. You know, it's not the day to linger. Every cell of your body is always projecting and receiving. And your higher self is always sending and receiving. When you set an intention, you can send it with your, you know, your mental mind. Your mental mind is always looking to collect things for its 
its memory banks, for its reference points. Your mental mind uh, has its own little square box of supplies to keep you in check and alive and safe and all those things while you're here operating, while, while there's an aspect of you operating within a human body. Within that human body, the mental mind is in charge of 3D living. Guess what? It's, the mental mind is not against high-frequency living. The mental mind just isn't familiar with it. So because it's not familiar with something, it's, skept, it's skeptical. It starts to say, is this safe? Does this make sense? Does this feel right to me? Never heard it before, and then, okay, show me somebody who has. Show me somebody who's got, had success with this. That's interesting. And if you do high-frequency work enough and you invest in it and you invest in yourself and you invest in the learning, you know, your intuitive abilities and your channeling abilities and you master this and you put high-frequency living as your top priority, knowing that it's the most efficient way to live, every 17 seconds of frequency-focused thought is equivalent to three hours of physical work. So it's way more efficient. To put it first, I'm not saying eliminate physical living and all that. I'm saying overlay your frequency first so that you can streamline what you're doing physically so that it has more success in a shorter period of time. And the byproduct of that is your mental mind starts to see it. And start. And, and, and when you, what you will see when you get advanced enough and you've been consistent enough, what you will see, and this is really fascinating. I've watched it in certain clients and I certainly know for myself it's happened. My mental mind knows now. It's so familiar with frequency-oriented living that it consults frequency first. My mental mind does not go immediately to what are the statistics? What's that testimonial? Who said that this is okay? Who can prove to me that this is okay? i got to Google that before I can trust it. Nope. My mental mind immediately goes to my intuitive senses and says, what do you think? What do you feel? My intuitive senses say, yep, go after that thing, get it. My mental mind's like, okay, we're making it happen. I'm going to get out of your way. Show me what steps you want to take. And, and my, so my intuitive channeling frequency um, senses are far and away higher priority than my physical mental analysis. I'm not saying that I don't analyze things. I'm not. I'm a marketeer. I'm, a, you know, I've got a business. I've got all kinds of things going on. Family things, all kinds of things. So I do lean into those those physical abilities as well. But they're always secondary to frequency. Um, a few weeks ago, my mom was in the hospital. Um, I knew that she was dehydrated, and uh, I told her. I told her four weeks before she was in the hospital, Ma, you need an IV. You're dehydrated. She kept, you know, kept going, got weaker, 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 weaker. Finally, my sister had to literally carry her out of the house, you know, bring her to the emergency room and everything. Doctors looked at her, and they started working on her heart and all these other things. And I kept saying, she's dehydrated. She said, oh, she's got a congenital heart failure, blah, blah, blah. Water on the heart. Well, water collects when you're dehydrated around the organs. Hello. She gets out of the hospital after a full week. They gave her water pills because they just wanted her to off to get the water out of the heart. Then she finally gets a new set of doctors and gets a really good physical, and, they, and she calls me like three days ago and goes, oh, they tell me I'm dehydrated. Okay. All right. Can we address this now? However, when, you know, when you first, when I hear that you know, all my friends and all my family call me, they get sick or somebody gets sick, they all call me and they're like, so, you know, I'm not feeling well. And, uh, and they, they don't want to say, well, what do you think? But if I say, oh, you're fine, they'll, okay, okay, I'm fine. Okay, good. You know, because they know that I consult frequency first, right? I don't go into this whole long period. Did you Google it? What did you see on WebMD? Da, 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 da. I have a knowing. Now, Obviously, I'm at like the Olympic level of this because I do it all day long and I do it as a profession. But everybody is born with these abilities. Born. Okay? Channels are born, not made. What you are is need is a reminder of how it's done and what it looks like and what it feels. And this ability can make or break 
your manifesting. If you want anything to happen within the next 90 days, you need to engage these senses because what makes something happen in a day versus happen in 120 days or a year or two years is your ability to interpret the signs, symbols, synchronicities, and quite frankly, contextual downloads of your higher self giving you the action steps you need to take on the physical side of the fence that they can't take for you so that you can get to your result. Because it's not I dream a genie. When you're integrating frequency and physicality, it's not I dream a genie. Physicality and frequency, there's, a, there's a, an unfolding, a revelation, a transfer from the frequency state of being to the physical 3D state of being. There is a slowing of frequency. It, you, you, it's, the frequency is identified on the frequency side of things, out in the ethers, if you will, by you. I want a new Range Rover. Okay. You're already driving the Range Rover in frequency. I want to be the version of me that owns that new Range Rover. Okay. I now am the version of me that owns the that owns that Range Rover. Great. I can't see it yet. Doesn't mean you don't have it. Doesn't mean you're not in that frequency. But now the communication begins. You've identified, okay, let's just say Robin in the Range Rover version, let's say we have Robin, right? And Robin wants a Range Rover. And now she's, you know, working with Mari and manifesting and she's now setting an intention, I, I, you know, I'm now Robin with the Range Rover and now I have a Range Rover. Okay? So she's made the intention. She sent that out into the, the, the field. So that's the electrical part, electro, of the electromagnetic field. So she sent that out into frequency. So she's put in her order. Want the, I'm, you know, I'm now Robin with the Range Rover. So she's put herself in the parallels, Robin with the Range Rover. Now she feels herself in that. Taking on the emotional signature of owning that Range Rover. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I feel so good. I feel safe, blah, blah, blah. I feel luxurious. I feel affluent or whatever. Okay? She feels it. She's joyful. She's happy. She feels love. She feels gratitude, 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 gratitude. Um you know, et cetera. And, and, and so now she set that forth. So guess what? You know what that does? That literally puts the order in, and frequency starts to slow. So they say, okay, here's the catalog of her parallels. Okay, now she's chosen this parallel. Okay, let's now change, let's do the combination lock and just slow the frequency down so she can perceive this aspect of her in the physical world. And as that frequency slows and she speeds up because she stays in alignment, she doesn't go all the way down to the worst, you know, the slowest aspect of 3D living. She rises up to the highest frequency of 3D living so she can align fastest to that Range Rover. Every day I'm going to go into my meditation. I'm going to feel myself in this thing, this Range Rover. I'm going to be in alignment. I'm going to live the parallel on a daily basis. I'm going to live this thing. And I'm going to... Uh, and, and so what she's doing is she's keeping her, in the 3D world, she's pushing her frequency up as the, three, as the high frequency world, as the field, slows that parallel down so she can perceive it. She's also speeding herself up so she can meet it quicker, right? So that's what we call frequency alignment. And the two things meet. Now, Let's say she goes and she decides to be a muggle about all of this, and she's dibble-dabbling. One minute she's like, you know, oh, I just lit the candle, ah! and oh, I felt it, I felt it, I felt it. And then, the, you know, after she finishes that, okay, and now I have to get back to real life, and I'm freaking out, and I don't have this, and I don't have that, and this didn't happen, and that didn't happen, this person did me wrong. Guess what she does? She, for a minute, right, you know, for let's say 20 minutes or even 10 minutes, raised her frequency up to, you know, so that she could actually peer out of the high-level window to see the new Range Rover coming into view and experience it, feel it. But she's only done it for 10 minutes, and now she's going to spend the next 23 hours bitching and moaning about all the other drama going on in her life. What does she do? She goes down to the lowest frequency of 3D living. Not only does that repel 
what she wants, right? Because she's now changing her her vision for herself to lack. So she starts to even change the recipe of what she wants. But what she's doing is she's pushing away. She's been putting a, a you know, she's raised, she's lowering herself to a much slower frequency. And the new parallel of thing that she wants can't get down that low. And then she looks up from, you know, so it's like she wanted to get to the penthouse, and that's where that new thing is. But why, and she was up there. She was up at like floor eight of ten when she was in the meditation. Then she gets out of the elevator. She gets out. She gets in the elevator. She presses the down button after her meditation, and she goes down to the basement, to the parking garage. And then looks up at the penthouse. Why am I not seeing the views from the penthouse? Oh, those angels don't exist. Oh, Mari's a jerk. She she told me the wrong thing. Oh, this doesn't work for me. Oh, this manifesting stuff is for the birds. I've got to focus on my mental abilities. I better follow my head and not my heart, all that other crap. But the only repellent is her own choice out of the elevator. It's to go to lower floors. Now, She's if now the way the alternative way to do that, the alchemist way to do that, is to the frequency first way to do that, the frequency mature way to do this, the frequency efficient way to do this, is that you get to the penthouse, you get off and you experience the Range Rover and whatever else in there, and then when you finish out of the meditation. You get back on the elevator to your 3D world and you just go down the hall and you stay in a state of joy. You stay in a state of gratitude. You do things that make you happy. You do things, you approach uh, 3D things that aren't so pleasant. By reality, this is just some circumstances that are reflecting some old things. I'm just going to get through this, do what I have to do, stay in the moment, get it done. And I'm going to take another few minutes in the next hour, and I'm going to focus on what it felt like to be in that penthouse. Or I'll go visit the penthouse again. You know, and you operate maybe on floor eight as you're, you know, building up your frequency muscle. Guess what? If you stay on floor eight and you stay consistent, that Range Rover will drop to floor eight, and you will walk off on floor eight and have that Range Rover. Okay, so it's really a matter of how much you keep yourself in tune with what you desire. And while you are in the midst of all of this, your higher self is talking to you all along the way. In fact, the entire universe is having a conversation. Every animal, bird, tree has an energetic meaning. There are actually reference books that explain the different meanings of different things. So um, the other day I was, you know, I'm like kind of changing my business model and whatnot, and I saw a bald eagle flying, and I was like, whoa, that is just odd. I'm like, is that an eagle? And then I saw three on Facebook, blah, 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 right? So then you go to the animal Facebook and look up eagle, right? So that's the kind of thing, the conversation coming your way. You just need to learn how to interpret your environment. That's part of free-form channeling. Because, yes, you can see signs and symbols like that and then look them up in books. But when you know how to free-form channel, you actually can consult with your higher self. And in your journal, you can get 10 pages written about what, what to do next. Or your higher self will direct you and say, go to your bookcase, go to the third shelf, pick the fifth book, open to page 42, and boom, there's your answer. Amazing how that works. Amazing. So um, I am going to be hosting a brand new, I would, well, I just finished a whole series called Freeform Channeling, but it was, a, it was a smaller version. I wanted, it was a test version of the course. And in the fall, starting in September, I might do one this summer, but I'm toying with that and have to figure this out. I will be offering full Frequency for free, uh, free form channeling mastermind, where it'll be eight weeks and you'll have the tools to be completely fluent in your channeling abilities. By do, you know, doing the exercises, you will actually write channeled messages from your higher self. You will be able to speak it into you know, your recorder. You will learn all the tools 
to get this done. It does not take a long time to become fluent in this with care and attention and the right processes because you all already are. It's really about starting to learn the mechanics of it so you know, oh, that, that's, that's what that is instead of ignoring it or just not even being able to perceive it because you've never been exposed to it before. And um, so this is going to be a big new direction. As I was thinking about my new, my new directions as far as, as aha moments, I decided that there's two things that are really important. Number one, mastering um, personal alchemy and manifesting is absolutely hands down, extraordinarily important in you know, frequency and all that. However, I noticed when I was, you know, because I've been very focused on teaching that in my advanced classes and whatnot, but I noticed that the results are greatly diminished when people are not fluent in their ability to channel and the ability, their, their intuition, because they're not following the signs and they let their mental mind be the voice. If you don't develop the skills, your mental mind is the dictating voice, which is the wrong voice to be listening to when you're working on manifesting. You need to be listening to the voice of your higher self, period. And then your mental mind takes direction from that. Your higher self will say, you know, it's probably time for you to go to uh, this type of gym if you want those kind of results in this type of time frame. And your mental mind says, you know what, I think maybe I should go to this kind of gym. Yeah, 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 that, that makes sense. That feels good. Okay, and then they go. So it's, it's then the mental mind does the research. Okay, where is the gym located? What's the GPS? Blah, 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 right? So you're working in tandem. When you don't know how to do this reform channeling thing, you are letting your mental mind, dentist who does root canals, handle your, you know, your nose job, <laughs> right? You would, it's like, no, I mean, I know it's all on my face, but no, you're just not the guy. You're not that guy. You stay over here on my tooth, and I'll get the other guy to work on the bridge of my nose, right? So it, 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 it's really super important, and we are all schooled from birth on our mental mind. And then if we're lucky enough, we learn how to dabble a little bit in tuition and all that kind of thing um, because, you know, it's fun. It's a parlor trick. We've gone to a psychic, you know, we might have an extra sixth sense, you know, we feel a little special in that way, but we're not leaning on it the way that it's meant to be leaned on. It's meant to be primary, not secondary. And this, as we go forward in this new energy on this planet, is what's required. This is why we have volcanoes going off and hurricanes and all these things. They're clearing up the earth of all the old stuff. And the new thing that's opening up for leaders of leaders in particular, but for everybody at large, is operating from the voice of your higher self, from your intuition, from your frequency, being able to sense your environment, being able to access the greater parts of you so that your physical world is much more efficient, much happier, filled with the things you really desire, and where time doesn't matter. Because when you're listening to your higher self, believe me, it wants you to have the most efficient, quickest results possible because having a miserable you doesn't help the greater good. Just doesn't. It just doesn't. And having you confused about your life purpose and you confused about, you know, your your visionary status and you confused about how are you going to lead your, your, you know, clients, your healer, what are you doing for these people? You know, having you confused really doesn't help anybody. It slows everybody down. And so this is a very, very big directive that, I, directive that I've received. And, um, and you're going to be seeing stuff out about freeform channeling. So that's a big, um, big course coming up. If you'd like to participate in this, I'm doing this by, it's by application only. Uh, it's, a, it's a big course. Okay? And you can send me an email if you'd like to be considered for the course. Uh, coming up, it's an eight-week course. Uh, if you'd like to be considered for it, uh, just send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. Support at ahamomentsinc.com. Okay. The other thing that I'm doing over the summer, and this is just a 12-week. This is a 12-week. Um, it's a very special 12-week uh, program, and I'm only doing it once. I'm only doing it once this summer. As I'm building out our new programs for the fall. I'm doing this this uh, custom 
12-week mastermind. And I have a couple of people, and it's very small because it's all custom work. So a spiritual book, and I'm working with her on that. I have another gal who's working on manifesting our soulmate. And I literally, we have 12 weeks together. It includes private sessions. It includes VIP coaching strategy time. Um, it includes me channeling guided meditations to support that specific project. I have not done this level of customization ever before, and I probably won't do it again. I just got the directive to do it for a few people this summer. So uh, I'm taking about two more people in this. And, again, it's a big program, uh, but it's intensive, and it's really based on major transformation. So if you're just thinking about dabbling, this is not the one for you. But if if there's something you really, really want to get after and you want some, you know, really focused, intensive work to get a major outcome, this is probably something you want to consider. And so if you're interested in that, one of those last two spots, you can also send me an email at support at ahomomusinc.com and just in the subject line say that you're interested in the custom mastermind, okay? So those are the two big things, the the, uh, free-form channeling course and the customized mastermind. Those are the two big things um, going on right now. Uh, so very, very powerful work. Again, not for uh, the faint at heart by any means, it's for the people who really feel like they're, you know, I call it psychically sensitive leaders of leaders. If you really feel like there's something big that you're feeling called to do and you want to get out of your own way and you want that efficiency and you want that focus, those are the two programs, okay? Um, all right, so as far as your manifesting goes, okay, focus. Remember that what you don't have to worry about timing. What Most of what you want could easily be achieved in 90 days if you keep yourself in alignment with what you want and you don't let your mental mind take over and start dictating your life only from your circumstances, okay? Visiting with your new desire. I tell my clients at least three times a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, even four times before you go to sleep. Visiting, meaning taking yourself up to the pet home. Visiting with that desire. Visiting not only with the, you know, the details of what it looks like, but really the outcome of how it feels. Making sure it's your own desire, not somebody else's. Making sure that you're experiencing it as if you've already had it, not from the middle, not, not sitting there trying to ratchet in your head how you're going to make it happen, how it's going to happen, and this happened and that happened and then this happened. There it was. Now, I'm not talking about outlining the manifestation. That's not manifesting. That's goal setting. That's planning. Okay, but really stepping into the emotional frequency of that is going to collapse time because time does not exist in frequency. What exists, what they're waiting for, is your alignment. I actually heard Abraham say the other day, and it was it was one of those old recordings I had heard, said, you know, when you go to sit down and manifest something, you're actually about ninety nine percent there already. Finally identified it, you're like 99% in alignment. And everybody's waiting for that 1%. So most of the work is already done, but the 1% is getting out of the way of your mental mind and following the directives, not just the breadcrumbs, but the directives from your higher self to take the, you know, divinely guided action steps, inspired action, whatever you want to call it, so that you know, the physical things that do need to get in place are are taken care of, all right? So I'm going to end today. I see that we're out of time, but I hope this has been helpful. Again, if you'd like to learn about either of those two programs, um, I very much am excited. I'm very excited about them. And uh, you can send me an email at support at ahamomensink.com and we'll get on a a quick phone call and we'll talk about it and I'll give you all the details. All right? So we will end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. 
And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.